Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 927-WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Yeah, it's Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Phone lines are open, 217-629-7970. Write it down. Both Brian and Bull are in the office today. We're not going to give the date in case we want to use this as, you know, a a good best of, because people are going to call in and we're going to have an awesome show today. We are. I know. And uh, so we don't want to give away the dates of anything. But But speaking of awesome, congratulations on your nomination on the SJR Awards. What did we get nominated for? You're in the uh, <laughs> under under services computer slash uh, cell phone repair. Cool. You guys are not are nominated in that uh, oh, category. So make sure people vote, vote, vote. Yeah, go, go to SJR's website, and I'm sure it's somewhere on there. I tried looking for it just a moment when you brought I, it up, and I, I didn't look too terribly hard. But I, I was kind of surprised that. They're still doing. We've won it for years. Yeah, uh, yeah you've got several yeah. awards yeah. just hung uh, up there in the shop. Yep, and we don't really do anything to get them other than people nominate us and then they vote for well, us. Well, we provide excellent yeah. service. Exactly. Like, I'm trying to put and, and the, on the our back, work but. speaks for itself. But a <laughs> lot of places will advertise and say, "Hey, go vote for us. Go vote for us." Yeah, we don't really do that. We're just well, discussing. I, I, I saw it. And I'm like, man, yeah. that, that's awesome because you know people people know BLH. They do. They know the 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 BLH guarantee when something well, happens to their computers. A you lot know? of people do not realize that we have been in business for 24 years. Yeah. Uh, we have been in our current location, not necessarily the whole thing, but if you ever get a tour of the building, uh, need to come. I know. You, uh, you'll go into yeah, come the, check it out. It's cool uh, the warehouse. We've actually been in that building for 22 years. We moved there I can show you the room where we keep, we have shelves and shelves and shelves of just laptops that are just dead, unrepairable, but we keep for parts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. So nice. I, we, we've been there a long time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're welcome to to come. I should probably set a day. Maybe we could do that in February. We could do like next, some kind of cool yeah. tour. Next, yeah. next year for our 25th anniversary yeah. in February. Do that would uh, actually be a really cool thing to do something do like advertise a yeah. tour and you know it's, come by and sign up and see the museum. And yeah, see where I, we had our a breakdown kid. Area <laughs> at. Yesterday, a dad brought his kid in for the sole purpose of just. Show him computer stuff yep. and what you have. So we went through the museum. He was one of the few kids that we've had come in that knew how to run a rotary phone. What? Yeah, he'd wow. seen one before, so he knew how to run a rotary phone. Wow. And uh, But he thought the radio from, uh, we have a cool radio that was somebody in the service uh, during World War II. Mm-hmm. So all of the channels that he needed as he bounced all over Europe and all over the Pacific. Yep. How to get into Radio Free America on the, <laughs> or in whatever it was called back then. Yeah, if we have I, a I World War II vet who can call and tell me what that was, that would be great. Uh, that that uh, we have these cool things that you can touch. And Lots of history. Yep. That is a Lots lot of cool stuff that like some video games we grew up with. There are cell phones in there. Some of the earlier flip phones that, you yep. know, people haven't used in. Like over a decade. (laughs) Yeah, like the Razors and the the Nokia phones. We we have the Razor. We have uh, 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 the iPhone 1. 
Oh, wow, so I, yeah. That was the first thing I asked him when he was like, I want to see something. I'm like, well, what iPhone, you know, what phone do you have? He goes, I have an iPhone 13. I'm like, oh, well, la-dee-da. And uh, I'm like, here's the iPhone 1. Yeah, and the first how, thing like, he asked, short and fat it is. Yeah, and how heavy those yeah. were. And the I, first thing we, he asked, can I turn it on? I'm like, no, the battery's dead. Firstly, mo- most of the stuff that we have, we do have some stuff that actually works, but I actually heard him ask about uh, the Apple II that we have yeah. there. And it does work. We've gotten it to boot up. Um, we could install software on it if we could find the five and a half floppy disk because we have a five and a half floppy reader I'm, with it. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you, you are misspeaking. We cannot install software on an Apple IIc. We can run software on right. it because <laughs> it doesn't actually let anything get installed on it. Yeah, it, there's no internal memory that no it would store to this. It's yeah, just, so it's wow. you run a program and Sorry, then save my it to the disk. Sorry, my age is I correct you. That was the computers I learned on. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I heard you tell him that like we could. We just it takes a lot to get these things out because we've got them stored a certain way. A lot of or not a lot. A lot of it does not work, but there are some things there that yeah. do work that we've tested before. Well, because I've said before, uh, I know my mom is listening, so I'll give her a shout-out. When I had the Apple IIc that my parents made sure I, I... They actually sent me to programming school when I was in you know elementary school. I was in there with high schoolers and things That's because, cool. again, they knew computers were what was coming. Yeah. But when I wanted a new game... You'd go to the, the the bookstore, buy a magazine that had the code printed out in it. And because oh, my mom was a type great typist, yep. she would make me a new game. So that's how she made Snakebite. That's how she made Pitfall. I, all those. <laughs> wow. you, you would actually type in the code. So, I mean, you've got... 37 pages of code. Hey, mom, can I have a new game? And you'd hand her a magazine. <laughs> wow. She'd be like, when I get around to it. Yep, that's exactly Man, what it was. So she back would, memories. Yeah. Yeah. My oldest computer memory is actually typing in the, you know, user install root, wherever, blah, blah, oh, blah. And it was okay. able to save it to the computer. And like, yeah, that was... That was a very long time ago. It has not been where you have to install multiple disks to get one game or oh, program installed. Looks like we got a call, call coming in here. Right on. You're on 92.7 WMAY. Hello? Hi. I have an iPhone question. Okay. Okay. Uh, It's about texting. All right. When we do the 10R to the 12, the 12 doesn't accept the texting. Do you have the 10R and the 12 updated to the same software? Okay. But when we do the 12 to the 10R, the 10R can do back to the 12. Do you have them both on the same software, or are they on the same software setting? Are they, are they are, both are on the same, same software settings? Yeah, the same uh, version of software. Um, that would be the first thing I would check, is to make sure that they're both on the same one, because uh, I'm guessing the 10R is not as up-to-date yet. Uh, it can go to it, uh, and there's probably an issue that it's having with a, uh, encoding. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> go to the system settings and yeah. do the update. Yeah, if you bring it in later on, we can take a look at it. We can check to make sure that it's on the latest version of the software. Um, we can also check to see if it would be maybe like an iMessage thing that is causing some kind of Wi-Fi error. Well, now wait. The, the 12 is out of state. Okay. Um, you could still bring the 10 in so that we can see it. Well, now, the 10 worked on a different, on, and um, I think it was an 11, but it don't work on the 12. Huh. We, we can, well, that seems very yeah, unusual. It, it does, yeah. but if you want to bring it in, we can look at the settings and see what in there is weird. Odd, 
odd question. It's a simple tech question, but it's an odd one to ask. Have you restarted it? Okay, I'm getting... I'm getting funny feedback from you. What is it again? Sorry. He said, simple question, but the first place we always start is, have you restarted the phone? Have you powered it down fully and completely and then powered it all the way back up again after a yes. minute or two? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, we can definitely bring it in. We can take a look at it. This seems like a very unusual issue that sometimes we can't answer just from by you stating the facts to us. Sometimes we have to take a look at it and see if there's a setting somewhere or... If it might even be a piece of hardware that is an issue, but it, I mean, yeah, I'm I, not quite sure why. I would also. I mean, now I can do um, another, the out of state to my daughter in law, the 10R to the 10R. It just seems to be this 12. The, yeah. the thing I would recommend is when you do come in, have the person with the 12. It wouldn't be the problem with the 12. It could be, but that's what I was going to say. Have the person with the 12 at least available yeah. so that we can verify that things are working. And if they're not, we can possibly have them check a few things as well. I can't, I can't hear him at all. Repeat it again. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you would, if you, when they bring you the phone into us, if you could also have the person who is out of state that owns the 12 be available and on standby so that we could try and contact them, send them messages, maybe call them, verify with them if any of the settings would need to be changed or not. Um, we can definitely take a look at what you have. And if they are available when you bring it in, we can uh, work with them as well. Okay. All right. Thank you. No you problem. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Well, I didn't want her to hang up just yet. I wanted to see if she could hear oh. me. I can hear me better. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what... I turned it, I turned it up a little bit, so... Oh, so we turned it off, turned it back on? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes exactly that is, honestly, legitimately the easiest and simplest fix. If I'm ever having an issue with my phone or my computer or anything, turning it off and turning it back on and checking to make sure there's no available updates is usually the very and, first place that I start. And now, funny question for you, Bull, just to ask if you do this, too. Um, how often do you try other things before you do that first. I do it all the time. I'm like, oh man, something yeah. isn't working. And I dive into trying to fix the problem yeah. and all I needed to do was restart it. I guess it's kind of probably a 50-50. But really. I didn't do that yeah. first. So that that really is, I, before These you call pictures aren't support, sending. Send pictures from your phone and yeah. see if it works. And yeah, then, yeah, try 12 different things and be like, huh, maybe I should turn it off and turn it back on. Oh, <laughs> look, it works now. <laughs> 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to Springfield's News and Talk, 92.7 WMAY. And speaking of talk and computers <laughs> and Black Friday. Yeah, <laughs> we are already discussing wow. our Black Friday sale that will be happening the week before Thanksgiving and the real Black Friday. It's the only sale that we do once a year, and it's usually a really big event. Uh, I know I talked last year about, I feel like last year's Black Friday was the most prepared sale that we've ever had. Where right. We had plenty of inventory in stock, and this year we're going to just absolutely blow that out of the water. We yeah. have so many computers in the back, it's almost like a mind-blowing number that trying to find areas to store computers that need to be tested. And then, yeah, we built an entire room. I'm sorry we... I've done such a good job of bringing <laughs> yeah. stuff in for you to do. Bob. Oh, I have plenty of job security. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Uh, we, we 
we cleaned out that entire back room, and Leo built the shelves, and it's an entire room devoted to our spare computers for parts nice. that we have, so we can uh, BLH guarantee have our BLH guarantee. Yes, BLH guarantee. So Leo is bringing me over even more pallets of computers to work on because nice. we are looking into our Black Friday stuff and some of the things that we can offer deals on, and I think this year we're going to have a lot of really, really cool things. Uh, but part of moving into this is also us making our testing uh, tools and services just a little bit more, uh, a little easier to do and a sure. little more bearable. Because um, remember, everything we do has to be tested, but we have to actually be able to produce results for yeah. the test for, okay. our cer- for our certification. So like he, uh, we're talking battery yeah, testing right. software now. We can't just say it's a good battery. Right. There's no such thing as a good battery. What is good? Yeah, what Define is good? Define good. Yeah, exactly. So even though a lot of these devices will say in the BIOS, most specifically Dell's, um, in the BIOS, it will give you a rating for the battery. It's bad, uh, fair, poor, good, or excellent. Um, and that doesn't really tell you a whole lot. No. We've had ones no. that were excellent that fail our eStewards batteries. Uh, cert software, so uh, we have the software that we are required to use to give sure. an actual number of usability. Uh, in a lot of these newer devices that we're testing that have like only like the M.2 solid states available, it wasn't quite running the software for whatever reason. There was some kind of uh, issue that it just, it would not load our software all the way. We actually found out that some of these are low power batteries, oh. so they are designed to last as long as possible and they use as little energy for the computer as possible. But they weren't booting our software for that reason. So we've been looking into other ways to test these. We've been discussing whether or not we just put it up there with an untested battery, and that just feels bad. That doesn't work for um, what we yeah. do. Yeah, we, we, we want to test thoroughly everything that we sell. We want to ensure that you're getting a good device with ports that have been tested. We're not going to put something up there with a USB port that is all jacked up and just say, right. well, this one here, the left USB doesn't work, and this one here, the, the right USB the <laughs> right speaker doesn't <laughs> you, work. You don't need audio, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. the microphone doesn't work in it, so right. don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't need audio, these two don't have speakers, so no. So we you're wanna, fine. <laughs> we want to thoroughly test yeah. everything. We want to make sure this stuff works and we want to make sure that you're happy with it. So we needed to find a new way to test these batteries. Okay. And we recently found a software that not only we can't just use any software we find, we have to make sure that it follows our eSteward certification as well. Right. And can so, be duplicated. Yes. Oh, so if it comes up with, it's a 98% life battery, I have to have another program that tells me the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> So what, have you had it ever? Uh, yes, not, all the time. Okay. So that one, those two, one of those two is out. Okay. <laughs> so that's the main battery. I'm, I can't even remember the name of it, actually. That's the main battery testing software we have, and we have ways to verify that as well. And then we needed to find a new battery, which is the Battery Care Portable is the new one we're using. And uh, I'm really excited that it's streamlining the amount of work we're having to do. The biggest reason I'm saying this is because it's giving us a percent of remaining life for the battery oh. without the battery being tested or charged. Wow. We have typically having to charge the battery all the way up and then run our software and see how much of the battery gets eaten up in the software and then that will tell us the amount of remaining life it has on these and we can either pass them or fail them based on the that could be rankings we have. Time consuming. Man, I was telling Leo that it's so mind blowing that this is going to save so much time in just testing batteries. Just yeah. simply yeah, testing you, yeah, batteries. You, see that. you don't have to wait 
four hours for a battery to be fully charged. Yeah. And we are verifying this as well. So I've checked the percent of it, let it charge all the way up, ran our other battery testing software, and we're at 100 out of 100. These are wow. the exact same numbers, no matter which of these tests we're running. So we have this new program that is really streamlining the way that we're able to test at least batteries in a lot of these machines. That's a huge, and, huge time saver. And people wow. don't think about how important it is to have a certified ready to go. I mean, it's Microsoft's legal software right. is on it. It has a sticker for that. Yep. We go through audits. We do everything we can. So when you look at our price versus I sell laptops on Facebook Marketplace, right. and you, you look at the two things and they're similar price points. I, we right. don't, we have a very well priced system. Yes, you You're going to find the same thing, other you know, the same price other places, but you get that huge aspect of you know that everything has been tested and is certified. You know you have a warranty for the life of the machine. Absolutely. Whatever you do to break it, we'll be fixing it as long as we have the parts in stock. You don't have to buy those. So if you get viruses, spyware, printer issues, all of that's covered under the BLH guarantee. Yeah. And you haven't and you haven't raised your prices. Nope. Since everything's gone up, that's another thing. I mean, I, I've looked at some of your some of your things. Your it's computer. Getting tougher. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding, sure it's gotta be hard. Firm. You've been holding out for a while, but th- that's awesome. We I had mean, a, we had a customer come in last week uh, who had a BLH computer and he bought it in 2012. Wow. And so this was a Core Two Duo with two gigs of RAM and a 160 gigabyte hard disk drive in it, and he complained about it running slow and the screen was broken on it. Well, we fixed the screen. We replaced the hard disk drive with a solid state drive, and we upgraded the RAM from two to four. But other than that, sir, we're not going to be able to speed this up for you anymore. Like we put Windows 10 on it, and I'm legitimately surprised Windows 10 can run on it because it's a Core 2 Duo. It doesn't wow. run well. So, but you, he, he didn't have the money to look into something else. We will always offer trade-in credit on ones previously purchased from us. So even though we haven't sold this machine for five or six years at this point, we still have parts available in the back. Wow. We still have, uh, we will still accept it for trade-in value, 50% of what it would currently sell for, at least a minimum of $25 towards the purchase of something else. But we got him back up and running so that he can work with it, and he's waiting for the sale. (laughs) So that he can do a trade-in value on a 50% off machine. Uh, That's what he's looking to do. And this will get him to that point. It will do what he wants to do. It may not do it as fast and as snappy as everybody would deem this is what it should run at. It will be a slow machine. Right. Yeah. But it runs. Uh, we upgraded it as best we could. We doubled his RAM. We gave him a sp- uh, solid-state hard drive. All of that's free. Oh, yeah. With somebody wow. who has an 11th Gen i7 and my computer at home with a decent graphics card, I was pulling my hair out of the house. This thing was- <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't even imagine it. Because, I, I mean, I think back to, like, the old 286s that we used to, I used to have a long time ago. Yeah. 386s, how slow they were. Even my Windows 10 that I just got rid of was so slow. And I couldn't imagine And he was saying that. it was fine for what he wanted to do. It was freezing up on him, and that's because it had an older uh, hard disk drive in it, and that was just locking up because it's old hardware. So we did get that replaced with a soft, with a solid state, and that was one where I wasn't entirely sure this would even work. This Core 2 Duo, it might not be able to read the SATA solid state drive, So, but it did, and we were able to get it installed, and your computer is definitely up and running, sir. Here you go. No All cost. right. Well, we need to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. 
Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Speaking of software and testing software and maintenance and that sort of stuff, uh, it looks like Apple is trying to create an app or at least create some kind of test for the uh, different vehicles that will allow your phone to connect to these electric vehicles and monitor and get right. all of the advice or I'm sorry all of the uh the, the stats of what your car and like the oil level and everything else and uh this is another thing where we are introducing software in between something that is physical hardware and we've shown so many times before that when you put software in the middle of something it's liable for being hacked right or yeah. for somebody just well, that, that getting in the middle of that data and you have to remember the if you have, a, like, I have a Hyundai Palisade, right? And I love the app for it, but it's actually developed and run by uh, uh, Hyundai themselves. themselves. Yeah. Oh, so okay. there's proprietary coding in there that normal people can't easily get into. But, oh, I love it because I can Google something, copy the address, send it to the car. So as soon as I get in the car, it's like, would you like this to be your uh, point of entry? Yes, I would. And it's right there. So I can use my phone or tablet to do the work of searching so you're not sitting there typing in on a screen. I think we got a call coming oh, in let's here. Let's take the call. Hello, you're on 92.7 WMAY. Uh, good morning. You were talking earlier about old Apple products. I have an Apple uh, iPod Shuffle, I think. Oh, yeah. Called. Yeah. Very nice. We got seven or eight thousand songs how do i get those transferred to my ipad or a desktop what's the easiest have you backed it up to your itunes account uh, I have not. That would be the first That's step, That's the I guess. easiest way to well, do it. I, yeah. I don't know if you can take music off of a device to iTunes. I actually think that they made that uh, very specific a long time ago. Um, if you were to ever add music from iTunes to one of their iPod devices, it oh, would erase you. the entire iPod and transfer the music that is in whatever current playlist you selected. So I don't think, if you don't own the music anymore on your computer, I don't believe there's a way to get the music oh, off of that of to digital. a computer. Um, actually, if it's through iTunes, some purchased it, so it should be linked to an iTunes account, but I'm pretty sure iTunes specifically, you can't take the songs off of the device to a computer. Even like, though I purchased the songs. I'd yes. like to try it. Yes. Wow. Because we um, have software that can do a backup on iDevices. So we, yeah, we can definitely try it because there are MP4 or whatever uh, files saved to it. Um, I have an iPod, uh, I think it's a Nano, it's not a Shuffle, it's one of the original ones without the touchscreen to it that I bought a long time ago. Mm. And I actually still right. use it when I mow the yard or like sweep or mop because I'm not a fan of wireless devices like mm -hmm. headphones. Uh, so I have the physical wire headphone port that I listen to my iPod on. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty certain. We can definitely check with Miguel, who's really good at doing our data backup stuff. I'll have to bring that in and see if he's able to do anything with it. Yeah, because we have a, a new piece of software that's designed for i device backups. Yeah. Uh, we actually have the ability now to backup texts. So if you Ooh. have text messages that came from somebody who you no longer get along with and you need to be able to back up all of those texts, they can actually be pulled out, exported into an Excel document so that it's really? sortable and searchable. 
Nice. That's pretty great to know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, cool. It's awesome that you can do this. Because those texts are saved directly to the device themselves so as opposed to we, sometimes we have, in the cloud. We're always developing, and we can't. It's one of those things of, tell me everything you know about a topic. <laughs> yeah. We have all kinds of things. So anytime you have a need for a techie, techie thing, let us know. Chances are we either A, have it, or B, have heard of it and just haven't decided to buy it yeah. <laughs> and have access to it. So, yeah, yeah, we, we have a lot of people with a lot of different devices. Uh, we have a lady. I have one other question if you have time. You bet. Uh, I have a Windows uh, computer running Windows 8. I want to update to Windows 10. I'm going through the process. I think it's about 70, 75% done, and I get a failure message. What is the message um, that it tells you? I've turned off the antivirus. That was one of the suggestions. That doesn't seem to work. Any other solutions? What's the error message? Uh, just installation failed. Oh, nice. I know when we so were, descriptive. When we, <laughs> were doing, when we were doing that, when it was first coming out, and we were doing a lot of work going from 7 or 8 to 10, uh, if we were just doing a full upgrade that is available through the downloads, the step one we would do is run our virus and malware scanning software on the computer itself. I know you said that you disabled your antivirus, which is a great idea. Um, there could be malware or some kind of spyware in there that is just causing some sort of issue. Uh, okay. Our testing software does also test like Windows files to make sure they're in the right place. And uh, if any kind of drivers were needed to be updated, or if any of the uh, if hardware it was throwing some kind of malfunction somewhere along the lines, so our basic testing software just makes sure everything is up to date, fully cleaned, and running right. And then we were able to upgrade successfully on computers we were having issues with, and that's why we started doing it this way because some of our installations were failing as well. So we can definitely run scans on the computer and test it. Um, I know from our repair standpoint, it is easier to do a backup and a wipe and reload. Yeah, I was just going to ask, have you done a backup of your stuff because you may just want to download the software? <laughs> that it, okay. it, it tends to, that gets rid of any glitches yep. or issues or problems that you're going to have with software compatibility because when you reinstall it, then you're going to have to reinstall your software as well so you're not dealing with those upgrade compatibility issues. Is that a service you would offer? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and what's the fee? We Do charge $100 for most labor, $50 if we need to save any pictures, videos, files. We can help install software if you have the software or it's available for free online. Uh, if it's a BLH computers, we don't charge for the labor, so it would just be that $50 picture video file. Perfect. Sounds great. Thanks Sounds for great. the info this morning. Thank I appreciate you. it. And if you do the data Bye. backup before you bring it in, we don't have to charge. You for don't it. have to pay for the backup because yep. we don't need to do it. All right, we got another call coming in. Hello, That's caller. Right. You're on the air. You're on WMA. I hate to be a dissenting vote on a Saturday morning. Okay. However, uh -huh. that will not preclude me from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> just giving you free advice up front. Uh, on the iPod question that the gentleman had a couple calls ago, um, if it is in disk mode, which mine defaulted when I attached it to music to disk mode, and he's loaded music on it, you can unload the music off of it. If, however, it is not in disk mode, I don't believe it'll let you do it. Okay, would that be like a setting you would have to actually go into and maybe change something I, on the I device? I think it's a setting you would have had to I have think done. Once yeah. it's set up that it's once it's set up that it's not in disk mode, I think you actually have to reform and do it again. Uh, if it was set up originally that it was in disk mode, you can pull the songs off of it. And mine defaulted; it was set up in disk mode, so his might have also might not know it. Cool. Again, once we hook it up to that backup software, 
it uh, hopefully will do some good yeah. for it. I love yeah. learning new things. I love yeah. learning I know new things about all. something that that's a yeah. device I've used for years. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think mine's in disc yeah. mode because I don't think I've ever been able to pull media from it. We but. Uh, we never prepare right. to know <laughs> everything. <laughs> Uh, the latest version of music that Apple has rather than iTunes, so that might make a difference too. But anyway, that's my descending vote from this morning. Thank you for letting me have it and explain it. (laughs) Thank you very much. We always appreciate people calling in with customers or if you have some kind of, like Brian said, I don't know if people heard it or not, we don't pretend to know everything. There's definitely a lot of stuff that we don't know. We learn new things every day. We learn about new software, new technology every single day. But we have people who, like this is my hobby. I love computers. (laughs) I love learning about technology and uh, I've really developed a habit of learning and of leaning into like security and like yeah. when we hear about like data breaches and uh, gosh who was it I have to look on my phone there was another place that just got a class action lawsuit for several million dollars because they are handling people's data improperly yeah I mean, we've just had, I mean, ton, yeah, there's tons ton, of them. I mean, cell phone companies, they've been notorious yep. for having the data breaches. Yep. So now I we're think, trying to get, or Apple is trying to insert itself oh, in between. This is just another fact, point of yes. information that they could collect on you and your vehicle. Yeah. How so, much gas you use, how much, you know, how where fast you, you go. Where you go. Somebody <laughs> could pay Apple to advertise their oil when your oil gets low enough. Oh, wow. uh, or how about they collect your driving habits, and then you can do that uh, through your insurance company where you plug the, the monitor into the car, yeah. and then they give you specialized insurance. Yeah. yeah. If you don't drive well, that's a bad <laughs> idea to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sure is. But Absolutely. if you don't drive well and Apple's collected it, can they request it? Oh, I never thought about that. (laughs) If you get pulled over for a speeding ticket, can they ask Apple to look at what your last six months speeding habits were and if you drive too fast recklessly? Yeah. This is just another point of information that they're trying to provide evidence against you. Yeah. I I really never thought about it like that, to be honest. One of the articles I was reading is about. What's the ring? Oh. Ring, the video oh, yeah, right. uh, door yeah. company, they ring. have presented the police with public data oh, yeah. on multiple occasions without your consent. Yes, because see, your not. camera faces a public place, typically the street where it can see other people. Police can request that data and get it without needing your authorization. So that's just one thing to consider when you get these, uh, any kind of camera system built onto your house. If I were to ever put a camera system around my house, either on the inside or the outside, I'm at least well-knowledged enough that I would put a server in the basement and have all of it go to a private closed circuit that would not be accessible to the internet either because I wouldn't want people to hack into it, like just even look at my cameras or whatever. But we would have video evidence if we ever needed it. Something like this is good if you don't know what, uh, if you don't know how to set that sort of thing up yourself right. and you want to protect yourself, but this information can possibly be used against you if you're the person in the street, you know, right. yelling or fighting or whatever it is you're doing. And It, it just seems like th- these companies, though, back to the da- the data, I mean, they just want to get all of your data, yep. you know, with Apple. And yep. One of the articles you sent me is about the TikTok's com- parent oh. company, Byte something oh, yeah. or other. Byte um, with the VR? They, are, they bought a VR company and they they're coming out with a new VR oh, console yes. for it. The Pico 4, I think is what it yes, is. Yes, Pico 4 and, uh, Pico 4 The number Pro. one thing I noticed is it has face and eye right. information. And they want to sell that data. Believe it or not, they you won't be tell, able to in Illinois, though. 
No, but this company is based out of China. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Illinois, you can't do it, so they wouldn't be able to sell the products or use the products in it, Illinois. That's basically what it would boil down to, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you, you could definitely go on to a dark web somewhere and purchase this yeah. and have it delivered Very, to you in Illinois, but right. there's a reason yeah. why. Very rarely do we get do to that. say Illinois did something good. Yep. As far as personal <laughs> the, the, data, the biometric data. Illinois did a really good job there at the forefront of that because you are not allowed to capture. 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to Springfield News and Talk with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY. Yeah, so we were talking about the VR headset that they're getting ready to come out. Uh, There was a virtual reality game released this past week that I've had in my wish list for, I think, about a year now. Uh, So I'm extremely excited that this game came out. It's called Mm. Kayak Mirage, Hmm. and it is a kayaking simulator, and it is pretty much as basic as what it sounds. The whole reason I've been super excited about this is because you could tell just from the trailers and the previews they've done that they put 150% into the details. Oh, wow. So the water graphics are amazing. The water physics are amazing. The trees, the animals. I mean, I put on my headset and I went kayaking through like uh, Antarctica was one, uh, Costa Rica was another one, somewhere in Australia was another one. And it is some of the most relaxing stuff I have ever done in my entire life. It is mind-blowing to sit in a kayak on a river and just kind of look around and just see the level of detail that these people put into it because when you're in VR, you are immersed. You are 100% in this place. Uh, one of the places that I was checking out, you can do day, night, or I noticed one of them said storm. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. So I'm kind of in the middle of the open ocean almost while there's a raging storm going on and like lightning bolts. <laughs> and like, lightning. I'm going up and down through 10-foot waves. And man, I had to take the headset off for that one. That was one of the very intense. few <laughs> things that made me seasick. But it was definitely a big deal. Wow. Yeah. And then... Uh, Speaking of video games or VR, well, not really VR, but the Atari 2600. Yeah. You may remember that back in the we late have, 70s, 80s. I think 80s. we have one in the case. Well, there, it's getting a Lego makeover now. Oh. Going to be on sale next week for $239. Do you know how much the Atari was when it was first for sale? Not originally, That's something no. I'd have to look up, but I almost think that these Legos are probably more expensive than the original Atari was. So this isn't a real console. This is a, a Lego. It's a Lego set. Right. Well, well you have to like adjust it for inflation. 250 bucks or something along those well, lines. Well, well I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I bought the Nintendo one two years ago yeah. when they had the NES Lego set, and it came out, and it had the, it has all the Legos and the CRT television. Yeah. and Legos are every- extremely cool collectible, but, man, they yeah. got really expensive over the past... <sighs> 10 years or so because I haven't played with Legos in a long time but well I, I had bought that one like this yeah I, well I had bought one because I, I collect all kinds of Nintendo I've got yep. the original Nintendo Super Nintendo mini Nintendos do you keep it you in know. the box or you said you put it together um, the the soup or the original 8-bit Nintendo I used to have all the boxes but long long time ago they got lost I don't gotcha. know what happened but ever since then all the like the Nintendo 64 and everything I've always kept the boxes for we've got it. a Sega system in the box and in the, the styrofoam somewhere. I think that's at my mom's house. I'm going to look for that one because it's just one it's of the, the older, cool systems that we've had that we kept all of the parts yeah. for and kept it in the box. And I got the Sega CD. I've even got a Sega one with the that's CD funny. 
too, when they had those and the little 32X adapter when they were doing the little upgrades with the with the games. That was cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean. uh, to answer your question, it was $189.95. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow, $95. So, so legal version is more money. <laughs> back, back in 1980. 1980. So I wonder yeah. if for inflation How, what that would turn into. Uh, before hyperinflation that we, we've been experiencing, right, yeah. it was uh, uh, $850. Oh, in 2021 okay. is what that's oh, yeah, equivalent that's, to. So you're talking almost a thousand dollars for this toy back in uh, uh, 1980. Yep. But uh, the Atari to, came today out today. It might be two thousand dollars because the inflation we've been is going. Some hellacious inflation because the Atari it came out in '77, right? Well, this I'm, is the uh, the Atari. 2600 yeah. that you asked about yeah. uh, was released in 1980. It was available oh, from 1980 to 1982 until they upgraded it. However, they have sold 30 million units as of 2004. Wow. It's kind of crazy that we're dealing with all this inflation with stuff because, on the other hand, the there's been a lot of crackdown on crypto in other oh, countries. Yeah, for and sure. Crypto crashing in some of its price, it's kind of stabilizing or whatnot. But just between that whole sort of market in general, uh, graphics card prices are almost back down to MSRP at this point. Wow. Like they have fallen from their two or three times price range that they were several years ago due to the whole crypto rush right. thing. So it's funny that, yeah, everything's going up in prices, except computer parts are actually going down a little bit, which yeah. is nice if you're under. Well, that's because crypto is taking them all, and they no yep. longer are. But as soon as the crypto market rebounds, that will end quickly. More than likely. And uh, I think it's NVIDIA announced the 40 series graphics cards that will be coming out at the beginning of next year, whereas the 30 series are the ones that everyone was buying and doubling, hmm. tripling the price in because they're just So that means the 30s will good. be cheaper. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yep. You can buy them on Instagram now, right? <laughs> well, not only can you buy them on Instagram, but you can buy them in direct messages on Instagram. Instagram yes. what the article you had sent me was. And pay for it there, yep. too. I have, I'm not sure how I feel about all that. The only good thing that I saw when reading that article is that in order to take part in the, the messaging purchase stuff on Instagram is you have to be a verified business. Right. So this isn't just like I create my account and I'm trying to sell like shoes or a bed or something like that. You have to be an actual business who I'm sure provides more information and is more uh on the hook than uh, just, you know, people create fake accounts all the time. But you're still going to probably get a scammer that's trying to going to try to imitate what, what a real yeah. one would look like, and you might think that you're doing a real business and you're really not. We've seen some extremely high-level scams where people go to very great lengths in order to convince you they are somebody that they're not, and then as soon as you give them money or the data they need, they are gone. It's like there one day, gone the next. So I do see that them trying to combat that with trying to make it business accounts only. They're not right. certainly not infallible, but we'll and, see. And then the Google uh, Play Store, they made some changes, and they yes. kind of reverted back to the old way of the permissions. Yeah, I really, really prefer this. Uh, the Google Play Store, all of their apps used to tell you what... Uh, applications and what hardware on your devices this app is requesting access to. So if I download a music app and it right. requests access to my camera, I can decide whether or not I want to install that music app or not. Right. Um, and then they changed it because they, it, some places were complaining that it was hurting their business that uh, now it's more of a, we think this is the data they're collecting. Oh. So instead of telling what they're having access to, it's we think this is the data that they're collecting. And 
a lot of people were complaining about that as well because it's not very transparent. So they went back to the old way of doing it. Of we're just going to tell you what the apps are asking for access to. Yeah. So if you, yeah, if you download a music app and it needs access to your pictures, that seems very suspicious. Yes, I, I would think so too. Because why would yeah. a music app need my need my pictures? I, I, I and don't. you can probably go online and do you know a Google or a DuckDuckGo search and try and find like why they are requesting access to these. And some of it might be interesting stuff that you would think of and there's new looks on it, but. Most of the time, it's just data harvesting. Well, how do they get a hold of you yeah. guys? BLH Computers is located at 1832 Stevenson Drive in uh, Springfield, 832 South Main in Jacksonville. My favorite address is 123 West Main Cross 